Hi, wherever you're listening to us, I hope you're staying safe and doing well. I'm Hari Arakli and this is today's Tech Briefing. Einride, a freight mobility technology company, said yesterday it has raised $500 million in financing, comprising $200 million in Series C equity investment and a $300 million debt facility. The debt financing, which is the largest asset-backed facility to date for heavy-duty electric vehicles, will provide transformative funding for Einride's fleet of electric vehicles around the world, the Sweden-headquartered company said in a press release. The Series C provides a next step in the funding of new developments and deployments across Einride's autonomous and digital products, as well as expansion to new markets and clients, the company said. The time is now to act on not only developing but accelerating the implementation of technology that will create a cleaner, safer and more efficient way to move goods, Robert Falk, founder and CEO at Einride, said in a press release. The company is building not just its products but an ecosystem to change global freight movement, he said. Meanwhile, Apple has scaled back its ambitious self-driving electric vehicle plans and postponed the target launch date for what is being widely called Apple Car by about a year to 2026, according to a Bloomberg report that is behind a paywall but was widely syndicated. The car project, called Titan inside the company, has been in limbo, according to the Bloomberg report, for the past several months as Apple executives grappled with the reality that its vision for a fully autonomous vehicle without a steering wheel or pedals isn't feasible with current technology. The company is now planning a less ambitious design that will include a steering wheel and pedals and only support full autonomous capabilities on highways, according to Bloomberg. In more disturbing Apple news, the iPhone maker has been sued by two women who said its AirTag devices has made it easier for their former partners and other stalkers to track down victims, Reuters reports. In a proposed class action filed on December 4th in a San Francisco federal court, the women said Apple has been unable to protect people from unwanted trafficking through AirTag since launching what it called the stalker-proof device in April 2021. The intention behind the small disc-shaped devices, which cost about 3,200 rupees in India, was that they could be slipped into wallets and bags or added to keychains and used to locate them when lost. But the plaintiffs, the women who are suing Apple, called AirTag the weapon of choice of stalkers and abusers and said it has been linked to murders this year of women from Akron, Ohio and Indianapolis in the US, according to the Reuters report. In gaming news, Microsoft has entered a 10-year agreement with Japanese gaming giant Nintendo to bring Call of Duty games to Nintendo consoles if the Activision Blizzard acquisition closes, India Abroad News Service reports. Microsoft Gaming CEO Phil Spencer made the announcement on Twitter yesterday. Microsoft is committed to helping bring more games to more people, however they choose to play, he said. Spencer also said Microsoft has committed to continue to offer Call of Duty on the popular gaming platform Steam simultaneously with Xbox. Earlier this week, Microsoft President Brad Smith confirmed that the company offered a 10-year contract to Sony to make future Call of Duty games available on Sony's PlayStation. In venture capital news, Bloom Ventures has announced the close of its Fund 4 at more than $250 million 
bringing its assets under management to more than $600 million, the well-known Indian VC firm said in a press release yesterday. Bloom focuses on early-stage innovative tech-led startups, backing entrepreneurs who are attempting to solve large problems for the Indian market or taking the best of Indian innovation to global markets, the firm said in its press release. Its areas of interest include edtech, fintech, health, commerce and consumer internet, robotics, AI and software as a service and enterprise software, the 12-year-old firm said. The latest fund has investors including family offices in India and overseas, sovereign wealth funds and emerging market fund of funds. That's it for this briefing. You can find all our podcasts at ForbesIndia.com and on your favorite podcast apps. I'm Hari Thank you for listening.